There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed. Song of the redeemed. Thank you for tuning into our Tuesday edition of the podcast. I want to thank each of you that prayed for us. As we recovered from some major congestion, some throat problems, and the Lord has greatly helped us. And we're praying as we begin the services here in Blaine this week that the Lord will recover us completely and restore my throat completely and keep us through the week. Now, we've already gone through several services and we have four nights to go. And it's a little bit too late for some of you for Tuesday. But if you're listening to this early on Tuesday, we're going to have a Tuesday morning session at 1030. A special guest preacher will be there. And then Thursday morning, Lord willing, Again, a special guest preacher will be preaching to us on Thursday morning. And so in addition to the 7 p.m. each night, that's tonight through Friday night, we're also going to have those two special morning services at 1030. As a lot of folks have come from out of town or staying in the local area. And so we want to give them opportunity to be under the preaching as much as possible. What a privilege it is to be in the house of God. Uh, what a privilege it is for my family to sit under the preaching of the word of God. We look forward to what special preachers will bring to offer us. And uh, to preach to us, and we certainly thank the Lord for that. I would also like to thank Brother Dale Morey for filling in for us while we were absent with our voice problems. And uh, what a blessing he was. Tremendous messages. If you've not listened, you need to listen to the messages that Brother Morey has recorded. Uh, and he gave them, to the, uh, gave them to us the other week. We put them on Thursday, Friday, and then yesterday, which was Monday. And what a blessing they were to us. And so pray for our services in Blaine. Pray for our continued health. And the Lord just give us direction and understanding in the podcast. We certainly are thankful to be back and looking forward to preaching Psalm 107 today. And I'm going to start in verse 14 and kind of rehash just a little bit, go back just a couple of verses. And he said, he brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and break their bands in sunder. Now, only Jesus Christ could do that. Only Jesus Christ is able to do that. Why? Because he went into the shadow of death. He went into the darkness. He was bound up in chains. And we see in Psalm 68 and 6, God setteth the solitary in families. He bringeth out those which are bound with chains, but the rebellious uh, dwell in a dry land. And then he said in Psalm 146, he speaks of that bondage, that darkness again. In verse 7, which executeth judgment for the oppressed, which giveth food to the hungry, the Lord looseth the prisoners. The Lord openeth the eyes of the blind. The Lord raiseth them that are bowed down. The Lord loveth the righteous. The Lord preserveth the strangers, he relieveth the fatherless and widow, but the way of the wicked he turneth upside down. That's our holy God. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. And what a miracle it is to see a life that's changed. What a miracle it is, it is to see someone come out of darkness and walk in the marvelous light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. What a privilege it is to have a part in this ministry that God would turn men from their sins and turn men from their wicked ways. 
We see fractured homes, broken homes today, fractured families, broken families today. We see folks that are despondent, folks that are depressed, folks that feel like they have no hope. And yet this great God of heaven can reach down to the depths of their soul and uh, afflict their heart with conviction and cut them to the heart and prick them in the heart. And God can bring them to himself and woo them to himself. That that man comes to a place where he has that choice to make. Does he believe God or is he going to reject the great God of heaven? And I want to thank God that God's merciful to do that. That's the grace of God that appeared to all men everywhere. And he goes on in verse 15, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And I've said many times on this podcast, many times in pulpits all around the East Coast, I, but I've said this statement along these lines. Sometimes you go in the house of God dragging. Sometimes you go in the house of God with your head held low. Sometimes you go in there barely feeling like you put one foot in front of the other. But as soon as those chords strike up on the piano and then the song begins to come forth, begin to sing those precious hymns and that praise, that offering of praise of the most high God proceeds from the lips of the saints. How many times that has stirred within my soul and how many times that has refreshed me and be able to offer that praise of song but then to praise him for his goodness. Again, that's just his character. That's who he is. God is good. And for his wonderful works to the children of men. That's the great God of heaven. I sit here in a place today. We're up on top of the mountain or pretty close to the top of the mountain here outside of Blaine. And I look at the orange leaves and the yellow leaves and the red leaves and the trees are just filled and the acorns that fall and the wildlife that falls. And I think what a privilege it is uh, to be in this place. What a privilege to see the miracle that God has performed in lives. But then to see nature itself and see the wonderment of nature, the creation of God Almighty, and to think that he put all this into place and then he brought man into this world. And man sinned against God, but God in his mercy would consider men in this despair and consider man in this plight. And God made a way that all men could be cleansed and all men could be clean and all men could be rectified unto himself, that all men could be reconciled to Jesus Christ. And he reconciles them through the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. Oh, what a privilege it is that God would do that for us. What a privilege it is to know him and the power of the resurrection. That's the goodness of God. That's his wonderful works. For he hath broken the gates of brass, in verse 16, and cut the bars of iron in sunder. Those that were in bondage, those that were bound in sin, those who were bound in judgment, those who were bound in damnation, the Lord has broken that down. The Lord has cut those bars. He said, fools, because of their transgression, and because of their iniquities are afflicted. And by the way, if you're greatly afflicted in this life, you might want to look and examine whether or not those things are spiritual, whether or not they're un- not spiritual, whether they're righteous or whether unrighteous. James warns us about that. You don't suffer as an evildoer. You're not going to do these things and, and, and under the guise of evil and then claim you're being persecuted and claim you're, uh, you know, you're being afflicted for the, for the cross and afflicted for Christ's sake. No, when we see that affliction, that's the affliction of fools. It's because of their transgression. And it's because of their iniquities that they're afflicted. The way of the transgressor is hard, but they can't see that. Their lawlessness has brought them to a meager state. Their lawlessness has brought them to reduce them to a place where they do not know God and they cannot find God. He said, their soul abhorreth all manner of meat, and they draw near unto the gates of death. And then here's the marvelous working of God. This is the goodness of God, the works that God has done to men. Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saveth them out of their distresses. And we see that in this passage 
We see several places that the Lord, when men cried unto him, even the fool would cry in their iniquity, in the plight of their iniquity. And I'm glad when this poor man cried, the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles because this poor man was a fool. This man preaching to you today on this podcast was a fool, but God in his mercy saw fit to cut the bars asunder, to remove those bars of iron from him and make him free and turn him loose uh, and turn him loose like that bird in the open field. He can bear the message of the blood upon his wings as he goes out and flies into that desolate place and he can cry, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, because you see the wonderful works of God. And he goes on and says, they cry unto the Lord in their trouble. He saveth them out of their distresses. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Psalm 147 and verse 15, the word of God says this, he sendeth forth his commandment upon earth. That's the word of God. His word runneth very swiftly. And so the word of God has gone to and fro through this whole earth. The word of God has come. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us. That's Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, the righteous. He is the propitiation for our sins. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. And again, he tells us, oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And then he starts on the third portion of this when he says, and let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare his works with rejoicing. Psalm 50 and verse 15. He said, I call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver thee and thou shalt glorify me. And I realize that verse, we've already preached that verse is messianic. It's speaking of Jesus Christ, but I believe it's also applicable to us today. I believe that, my friend, we can declare the works of God, that Jesus Christ would be exalted in our lives, that we can point men to the glory of God, and that men might see the wonderful works that God has done in our life, how God has transformed our life, how God has changed us. Our speech has changed. Our actions have changed. Our temperament has changed. All of a sudden, we have meekness where there was no meekness. We have faith where there was no faith. We believe God. Well, once before, we denied the existence of God. All oh, the marvelous works of God. And then the sacrifice of thanksgiving. And oh, my friend, it's, it ought not be a hard sacrifice. But some of my things, you bear the ridicule, you bear the mocking, you bear the scoffing when you want to thank God. And I know it's, it's not even easy to bow your head sometimes at a restaurant and pray with the defilement of music and cursings and, and obnoxious people. But my friend, it's just a start. That's the bare bones. That's the bare basics. But our lips would be filled with the thanksgiving. Our lips would be filled with the sacrifice of thanksgiving. And he said the sacrifices of thanksgiving. There's a lot to that. When you find those sacrifices of praise, the sacrifice of thanksgiving, the sacrifice of yourself, there's so many sacrifices we can offer to God through the person of Jesus Christ. And yet, my friend, most people don't even praise him. They don't offer thanksgiving for his wonderful works. In verse 23, they go down to the sea in ships that do business in great waters. These see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. For he commandeth and raiseth the stormy wind, which lifteth up the waves thereof. They mount up to the heaven. They go down again into the depths. Their soul is melted because of trouble. They reel to and fro and stagger like a drunken man. And they're at their wit's end. Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble. 
And the word of God said again, and he bringeth them out of their distresses. Even the mariner upon the sea and the great depths as he goes up and down and to and fro, when that storm comes upon them and that ship's about to be destroyed, they call upon the great Lord of heaven and he bringeth them out of their distresses. And the word of God said, he maketh the storm a calm so that the waves thereof are still. Psalm 89 and verse 9, he said, Thou rulest the raging of the sea. When the waves thereof arise, thou stillest them. That's the work of Almighty God. That's why when Jesus Christ in the storm, when he said simply three words, peace, be still, and the waters calmed, and the storm ceased, the wind ceased, and the storm stopped raging. Why? Because he commands those things. And when they called upon God, God quieted the storm. When they called upon God, he brought them into their desired haven. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And I know there's a picture there. There's a type there. You can name the storm. I believe it's literal. I believe it's the mariner upon the sea. But sometimes we go to what we call the storms of life, the turmoils of life. And we call upon the great God of heaven. He hears us in our distress. And he gives us that relief. And he gives us that comfort. And I watch young people in the storms. I watch teenagers in storms, the turmoil of life and the fracturing of lives and the destruction of their young lives and young men today that don't know how to work and young ladies today that don't know how to take care of a home. And they're trying to flounder through this life and they're in the storms of life. But if they'll just believe God and believe the work of God, he can trouble their cause the troubling to cease. He can cause rest to their soul. He can bring them out of those storms that they can see the goodness of God and they also can praise the Lord for his wonderful works to the children of men. Let them exalt him also in the congregation of the people and praise him in the assembly of the elders. He turneth rivers into a wilderness and the water springs into dry ground, a fruitful land into barrenness for the wickedness of them that dwell therein. He turneth the wilderness into standing water and the dry ground into water springs. Psalm 114 and verse 8 which turned the rock into a standing water, the flint into a fountain of waters. If the Lord could do it for the children of Israel, I believe God could do it for us. In that dry and that desolate land where no water is, God distills that rain upon the earth abundantly. And that way raindrop can fall where no man is. And he finds that tender seed that's been put in that cleft of that rock and that tender seed in that dry ground. And that drop of water can hit that seed. And that seed can spring up and become a great and a mighty tree rooted in Christ, planted beside the waters. Why? Because it's going to find strength in the water and help in the water. And God can do that in the dry ground as he sees fit. That's why we ought to praise him. There he maketh the hungry to dwell, that they may prepare a city for habitation and sow the fields and plant vineyards, which may yield fruits of increase. He blesseth them also, so that they are multiplied greatly and suffereth not their cattle to decrease. Again, they are minished and brought low through oppression, affliction, and sorrow. He poureth contempt upon princes and causeth them to wander in the wilderness where there is no way. And then the word of God says, yet setteth he the poor on high from affliction and maketh him families like a flock. Psalm 113 and verse six, who humbleth himself to behold the things that are in heaven and in the earth. He raiseth up the poor out of the dust 
and lifteth the needy out of the dunghill, that he may set him with princes, even with the princes of his people. And then verse 9, I want you to listen to this. He maketh the barren woman to keep house and to be a joyful mother of children. Praise ye the Lord. That's the wonderful workings of our Savior. That's the wonderful working of God. He maketh them families like a flock. The righteous shall see it and rejoice, and all iniquity shall stop her mouth. Whoso is wise and will observe these things, even they shall understand the loving kindness of the Lord. I pray that we have the wisdom to see the loving kindness of the Lord. The Lord's been good to us. The Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever. I pray that as we look at these podcasts this week and we look at the Psalms this week on the podcast, I do pray that we would see the goodness of God and then that we would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Lord Willem will be back tomorrow with Psalm 108. Have a great day. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning, and he longs to return to the Lord. As he cries for forgiveness and mercy, God is waiting. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania. 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption calleth not. Now the angels of God are rejoicing for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed.